back to the Rambling Beach Cast on ramblingbeachcast.com. You know that? Well, you're supposed to say podcast. <laughs> yeah, so now you're the one. Let's just keep going. Let's right. keep the tag. Right. Yeah, keep it going. Yeah. Keep uh, going. This is uh, the Rambling Beach Cast. Podcast. On ramblingbeachcast.com. And uh, we're here with a very special guest. He goes by many names, like uh, Booty Tang. Budavis Prime. That's, yeah. that's my favorite one. Joe um, lots of names, but th- his name is Joseph Booten. He is our part-time engineer, full-time manslave. Hello, baby boys. And uh, we brought Joe in here. Don't speak yet, Joe. Yeah, we didn't give you permission to speak. <laughs> we brought Joe in here. He's, he's been my best friend for years. Um, only recently have I put him into servitude. But he treats me like a slave. Yeah. He's also, he works uh, tech support, so he has to deal with stupid people all day. And so he's very angry and grumpy. And we brought him here into the man cave slash studio. To basically make fun of him mercilessly, tell some funny stories. Today's podcast, by the way, I normally know we normally deal with Kentucky sports or we normally deal with geek stuff. And uh, unless something big has happened that we missed and have to re-record this, uh, today's podcast is going to be dedicated to two things that most people don't really care about, which is Joe and poop. Mm-hmm. poop. So, yeah, basically they're on the same level a, sub, a, sub, a subject very near and dear to people's hearts. Well, maybe perhaps not near to the heart, otherwise a medical emergency. Yeah, going up your esophagus and nasty. Joe's, Joe's done that before. Yeah, Joe's actually thrown up poop. I don't know how that's possible. All right, so the first thing is, uh, Joe, we're going to ask you about some of your nicknames that we give you. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? We'll decide if, it, if it's true. Joe, you're on. Yeah. You have permission. To <laughs> yeah, you have permission. To permission speak. to speak yeah. freely, Joe. Right. You want me to comment on my nicknames? No, not yet. Just tell us about yourself. This is like the only time you get to feel human during this podcast. Go. Wow. Okay. Um, grew up in Atlanta. Speak up. Sorry, my levels are low. Uh, grew up in Atlanta. Went to school with Nick, the Rambling Beach Cat. Creator and founder. Can I ask, why do you sound like Casey Kasem after a stroke when you speak right now? Like, normally this is how you sound. I'm having to, I'm having yeah. to bend over in front of a microphone. Oh, well, you should. Never mind. And he looks like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit confused whether I bought a porn shoot or if I'm just sitting in front of why two you, sweaty guys. Why do you look kind of like an aphasiac Philip Seymour Hoffman? <laughs> Are you trying to call me fat? Yes, that's what aphasiac means. Excellent. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is Joe's not very smart. He's really good with technology, but he's got street street smarts. Yeah, that's what they call it, right? Street smarts. That just means. You're dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so you're. We call you a lot of names. Let's go over these. Scale of one to ten. Um, what do you think of uh, um, Budimus Prime? That's my favorite. The Budimus Prime. I'm not a huge fan of Transformers, so the Prime gets me out. But the Budimus is kind of. It's nice. Catching it's kind of like a Greek or Roman flair to Budimus yeah. Prime. Budimus is yeah. what they're known for. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, that's my people. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, what about Booty Tang? Let's just say bankruptcy. Booty Tang. <laughs> booty Tang. I love. Mm-hmm. Why do you love Booty Tang? Mm-hmm. Why do you love well, that name? There's kind of a drawback. Like I can't give it you know four out of four stars because it does kind of make you think of Booty Tang, the which movie, was yeah. one of the worst movies. Ever created? If you've ever had to see Chris Rock's Pootie Tang, it is I, Bob Costas. Yeah, how did Bob Costas get roped into this? That? Excellent. Like, like, if you ever want, if Bob Costas, if you ever get in an argument with Bob Costas, if I'm if I'm ever in a situation somehow in my life 
where my career gets to a point, it never will, where I get to argue with Bob Costas, and he's sitting there talking down to me. I'm be like, you were in pootie tag! Okay, and I'll win the argument. Yeah. Like, why also, was he in Like, Wanda Sykes, I think I liked Wanda Sykes until that movie. And her whole career just took a nosedive. Like, you don't see her in anything anymore. Yeah, you do. Really? Like, what? Well, she does comedy specials. And stuff. I wouldn't necessarily like call it a career. Okay. All right, I'll give you that. But yeah, Booty Tang's a terrible news. But okay, Booty Tang, I understand that. Um, Joe Awful. Why? I, I don't like anything, because I am a man, I don't like anything referencing a, hmm. a Hmm. Oh, really? Okay. Well, there we no, go. Like Let's cut the podcast. Thank you very I mean, much, ladies and gentlemen. That is the Rambly Beachcast. We're talking about my name. <laughs> we approve. Like, there it is. Be no right. reference to me having a <laughs> Okay, okay. Thank you. All that was missing was Jim's famous uh, Elton John number. Okay. What else? <laughs> yeah. What other What other nicknames do we typically use for them? We could maybe say on the air. Joe was cutting it close. Joe was cutting it close. I think I always call Sometimes I would call him Budimus Maximus. But that's kind of like the Budimus Prime. Budimus Prime, yeah. Uh, it's a little more Greek, though, I would say. Yeah, Maximus. Yeah. Little, I would, I would actually like that. House, Personally, I would like, there's less geek in that, I guess. Okay, so uh, we're going to go here with, with one of our all-time. One of the reasons we brought Joe in here is, is one thing we, we call him is uh, Joe Jizzle Jazz Hands. That's, yes. a, that's kind of a long form. It's not a nickname. It's a long form name. And, uh, Joe, why don't you describe when your Jazz Hands name I mean, Joe got kind of angry. The only—I uh, mean, it, admittedly, Joe was doing something that I didn't have the guts to do initially. Um, Joe, why don't you describe from that day how your jazz hands nickname came? I about. would just like to say that I was the only real man <laughs> okay. doing that challenge because nobody here decided to step up to the plate. I mean, you're looking for a real man. Yeah. So if anybody here. Has watched Man vs. Food. Of course, that guy goes around and does food challenges. Why don't you uh, plug the channel there, big guy? What channel? What channel is that? You mean the Ram and Beach Cat? No! Oh, Man wait, Man vs. Food. food? Uh, I think it's Food... I would guess Food Network, okay. right? Okay. Right. Anyway. I don't... Food Network... If why do I need to plug anymore. the Food Network? Just, Are they just advertising on this? Not yet. Right, Probably not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, we All right. Oh, <laughs> then we have our first beat. Yep. Yeah. Beep it! Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm making Seth do some editing here. Interrupt my story. Okay, so anybody seen Man vs. Food on the Food Network, Not which well. doesn't even air anymore? But uh, he went to Charleston and did what's called the Spicy Tuna Challenge. And there's a place in West Ashley, here in Charleston, that has a food challenge with a ton of sushi grade tuna. It's big, it's nasty, it's pink. And in small I'm amounts, sorry, I'm sorry. And, that's, okay. and that's why Joe threw it up. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, go ahead. Go so, ahead. There's, so there's ten, <laughs> there's ten huge rolls of tuna, and literally, it's like they take an ice cream scoop and they put like two scoops of tuna into a little seaweed and wrap it up. Joe's about it was one of the grossest things I've ever seen in it my life. Disgusting. <laughs> and when you watch it on TV. It doesn't look like oh, that no. much. Oh, no. It was like little portions. Yeah, and Adam takes it out. Adam's the guy that does the show on Food Network. And You're on first name basis with him? Well, that's his name. I can't. Richard, I think <laughs> so he calls I wish I was friends with him. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so he's from New York, so I would never meet him. But I've never been to New York. I'm You're sorry. Right. You're racist. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, go ahead. All right. So, all right. So when he did the challenge, each roll that goes up, like, from 1 to 10 gets hotter as you go up. So, mm -hmm. by the time you hit 10, it's supposed to be, like, 
really stinking hot. So he gets through it pretty easily from what it looks like on the show. Of course, editing probably helped a little bit. So we go in there, and of course, Seth said he was going to do it with me and chickened out. But we sat down, and of course, you had to sign something saying, you know, I agree to do this, and you know, it could cause damage to me, and they're not liable for it and all that crap. So, so I decided to start it. Now, they do warn you by saying that it's going to be like four pounds of tuna by the time it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. You're thinking, all right. That you had to sign a sounds... waiver, didn't you? I did sign a waiver. Didn't I say that? Anyway. So we signed the waiver. It's getting grumpy. Yeah. I like yep. making him repeat things. That's <laughs> good. That's good. So we start out, and they only do, I think it was three rolls at a time at the beginning because they want you to get a feel for it first. So I eat my three rolls. It's pretty good, but I find out that much tuna is not good because it feels like you've got just a mound of jello going in your mouth, and it just sloshes around, and it's not very fun to eat. And I'm a fan of fried food, so the fact that it wasn't crunchy at all, it hurt. So I remember you begging them, like, can I put some rice in this or something? Dude, like, like, no. oh, I had, like, three no rice rice for you. We were sitting right in front of the sushi chef. So, like, the whole time I'm like, please just fry this for, like, two seconds so that I get some crunchiness to it. And it wouldn't happen. So, needless to say, I thought this was going to be a heat challenge. It turned out to be a volume challenge because the heat was nothing. I handled that heat like a champ. And I got through the first six relatively okay. And then I finished seven, which had the heat of nine. I decided to jump it because I wanted to get rid of the real bad stuff first. So I jumped it and ate the nine, and it was easy. And then I got halfway through the eighth. And midway through the eighth, this body could take no more. And I'm going to stop right here. Because with Joe, he doesn't quite, I think, remember how flamboyant this was. He... You could tell he was struggling. I mean, he was sweating. I have a picture. Might upload it when we put the, the blog for the podcast. Joe's sitting there sweating. And then eventually I, I look at him and I say, Joe, are you okay? And we see him go, and, you know, his cheeks puff out. And he puts his, 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 you know, his hand over his mouth. In the very typical, I'm about to throw up. But then he gets up to run to the bathroom and throw up. And the whole time his left hand. He's scooting out of his, he's scooting out of his seat to try and get up. And his left hand is just jazzing. He's doing jazz handles. And I mean, it's going fast. No more. No more. more. It's like hummingbird wings, his left hand. I remember he runs to the bathroom, and I turn to Seth, and I'm like, I really hope Joe's okay. He's like, yeah. I said, did you see that thing he was doing with his left hand? (laughs) (laughs) Did he just just jazz hand his way to the bathroom? (laughs) So any time now, like, something's bad or doesn't taste good. (laughs) Joe gets gets kind of angry. He gets a little bit sad. But... Jazz hands. Yeah. Remember one time I came up behind him and I screamed when he was at his computer. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. That was, but was it was pain that day. Yeah, it was. It was funny though. I'm glad that somebody could laugh from that pain because I didn't recuperate till that day. Another time that I enjoyed uh, a little segue to the poop stories is uh, one time, like Joe was when we Joe and I used to live together, which I don't know if I want to admit that on air. But yeah, Joe and I used to live together for years, and um. He was taking a poop. The reason I knew he was pooping is he'd been in there for a really long time. So I stuck up to the door, and I screamed as loud as I could. I heard, oh, gadoom. <laughs> so I screamed and made the poop break and fall into the water, which was one of my most proud moments ever. I was That's an incredible feeling of control and power, isn't it? Yeah. I command thee to poop. Yeah. And it was so. Yeah, when Joe and I lived together, that apartment was probably filled with methane. Like, we had this love seat that. 
when you sat in it, I don't know if it did something to your stomach, but I mean, you would fart. There was one time Joe farted for like 45 seconds straight. Got it louder. Was, it? Yeah, it kept getting louder. It was insane. crescendo. You know, it started off. And it just kept going. Like, Joe and I were discussing it while it was happening. Like, I mean, that's how bad it Like, I laughed twice and it broke the fart and then started again. Yeah. It was pretty rough. There's something like that. It just had that slight incline, and we would always put our legs up on the arm, and like that 15 degree incline just did the perfect trick on our ass. All right, so greatest greatest fart. We'll start with the greatest fart, and at this point, we've probably just lost any female listeners that we have. <laughs> Our target audience. Yeah, yeah. but um, do greatest fart <laughs> story. Love the farts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they don't do it. No. Yeah, the yeah, rumor really says, oh, yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't fart. Yeah. I don't. Did we ever discuss which Dale story we were going to tell? I think it's, well, there was a there's a combination of Dale stories that do involve. Uh, farting like and, we made and me, defecation. Like when he made me clean poop. There's that, and, and there's the most the, the couple stories on Tremont Choir Tour. Oh, yes. Okay. On our way to Washington, D.C. Uh, when we went on tour. And we're, I guess I could lead off with that, if, if you want. Okay, yeah, that'll be good. So, okay, so best fart, right off the top of your head, that you've got, go. Well, you just said it. I mean, there's nothing that beats the one from that couch. Really? That's the best fart you've had? How could it not be? It went literally like 40 seconds, and it got louder as it pushed to the end. Okay. I've had some great ones in my time. I can't think of one that beats that. All right, Seth. What about, what about in terms of smell? Like, or in terms of, of damage? Like, that was oh, length and volume. Yeah, like, like my fart story I've got in my head is in terms of people I affected. Hmm. Do you need to come back to you? Oh, did you? <laughs> I hope so. I'm sorry. On the podcast. You said the best one I've ever done, and so I just did the best explosion. one I've ever done. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. So you're going to chew that what's one. The, what's you're the best, what's the best one you've had? Well, oh, God. Gosh! <laughs> All right, let me, <laughs> oh, let me come back. I, I remember mine. All right. This is a bad podcast, dude. Get it in your we mouth, shrimp and pizza. Oh, He just wafted it. The second he wafted it, it was like... It was like the devil jumped out and slapped me in the face. Oh Seth my just God. released a righteous fart. Oh, 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 it's Ooh. evil. It's concentrated evil. We're not doing this for rain. This is, this is awful. That's uh, probably the worst. This is going to be cut, right? That may be the, no, this the is gonna worst be smelling uh, I've ever done. No. It, I, Seth just decided. I just cleared a podcast. No. <laughs> ah! <laughs> it's coming back. I know. Recirculating. It's clinging like a needy child. Right, so <laughs> that smells so bad. Let me describe what I think just happened. I think that went in the intake, which is right there. We're right next to the AC intake. I believe Seth's fart <laughs> got sucked into the air intake, recirculated <laughs> through the AC filter, and pushed out through the air vent, which is just up to the right of us. I will say this. It's <laughs> believable because we... Ate at Gilligan's today, all you can eat shrimp. That's right. I was a little embarrassed. I ordered all you can eat. I, I got through a plate and a half. Seth, on the other hand, what, four plates? Yeah. Four plates yeah, and two orders plates. of green beans. I mean, well, I, didn't, I didn't eat the green beans. They were I, they were frozen. Was that, and then we had pizza tonight. Yeah, oh, pizza. Pizza smut. Yeah, so. Um, pizza Hut, you're a wonderful corporation. You're a wonderful organization. So my favorite part that I ever had as far as damage was... Um, I wrote about this on ramblingbeachcat.com. This one is filed under poop. But I was uh, I was asked to help chaperone a chorus field trip 
uh, my mentor who taught me. And one thing I can, I feel like I do pretty well as my job as a teacher is I can plan and organize trips pretty well. And that's because my mentor, uh, Pam, who was a course teacher at Lang when I got there, she taught me how to run them. And she said, you know, we need more male chaperones. Can you come on the trip? And it was great because the kids were really well behaved. Everyone did what they were supposed to. There were a lot of chaperones. It was two schools combined. It was a lot of people. So I really spent most of the trip, you know, when I wasn't at my assigned stations wherever, getting to ride rides and everything. It was a blast. But I ate bad food the whole time. You're on a trip and you have like an allotment for food. So I'm just down on all this terrible food. So we're driving. We're on the way back from Florida on a bus and I'm at the front of the bus and I can feel like I've been holding in farts all, all trip. And it's been a few hours. I'm like, okay, if I just lift up my right cheek and let it go, it'll, it'll go out silently. And I, I succeeded at it being silent, but what I did not succeed at was the ball. It was 30 seconds, not as long as yours, but 30 seconds of hot air. And it crescendoed out of it. And I mean, it just kept going. By the time it was done, I mean, I'm thinking like, oh no, that's not good. And the kids behind me, two kids behind me, I heard one of them go, oh, oh, is that you? He goes, no, man, I didn't do that. Oh, oh. And then, you know, I'm thinking, okay, well, kids always overreact to farts. Sure. You know. But then the chaperone sitting across the aisle from me suddenly goes, oh, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. At this point, I'm trying not to laugh, but I put my shirt up over my nose and I watch as the fart travels throughout the bus from seat to seat. By the time it took about 30 seconds, the fart had overtaken an entire charter bus. And people were wailing, going, oh, oh where's the windows? How do we open the windows? A, a male chaperone, never forget, he got up out of his seat to try to leave the fart smell. And as he moved forward, it got worse. <laughs> he had to back his way back into his seat. It was like I had chemically assassinated every person on that bus. And I just sat there with a, a shirt above my nose laughing and and what i feel bad about is every husky boy for the rest of the trip got blamed oh sure like oh it's like i was fat <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say that you didn't join in in the oh to cover your chest. i was laughing too hard i just had my shirt up over my nose trying not to laugh <laughs> that's the first instinct is you always you join in the reaction to cover your stench yeah yeah because if you're the only one laughing everyone's like well it was you i got one i got one better than that i think my worst one might have ruined a great opportunity for a relationship. It <laughs> <laughs> um, wasn't was, the alternate lifestyle. I believe I believe it was my freshman year of high school. It was either freshman or sophomore. And I was in geography. And there's this cute blonde girl sitting right behind me. I went to school with you, so I want to know who was this? I know. Uh, I can't remember her name for the life of me. I know. I'd have to look through our yearbook. She was in our yearbook. I have a high school yearbook. I might right go, over I might there. <laughs> she was a very cute blonde girl, and if she's listening to this podcast, I wish she would try to get in touch with me because I, I like her a whole lot. But she remembered me from like kindergarten. I did not remember her, which made me feel really bad. You're a but like, well, we were like six. I mean, come on. Wait, you were so, six in kindergarten? Did you fail kindergarten? I don't. What age are you? <laughs> <in>? <laughs> Sorry, okay, is go that ahead. five? I thought go that was the go, first go ahead. Go ahead. So just special class by himself. All the way graduate, you get hold your on, own hold on, hold on. Now you're older than me, and we're in the same grade. So okay, <laughs> I was put a strap on himself. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. Anyway, so physiac. <laughs> Let's see where I've been. See, yeah, I told you. Yeah. So we were there learning some, you know, junk. Who knows what we were learning? But 
I felt a turd coming. It was not fun. It was the kind where you're like clenching really hard, your legs are like straightened, and you're starting to sweat. It was like that. So while I'm sitting there squeezing my butt cheeks together. I call that eating. <laughs> some gas started to come. Probably and probably a little bit of the probably a little bit of the nasty too. You were, you, were you prairie dogging? I, oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. For, for our Turn. viewers who don't know, prairie dogging is where the poop is trying to escape. <laughs> so here's here's Turn, what I think happened. Yeah. I was prairie dogging, and I was clinching so hard that it kind of, like, destroyed the prairie dog and, like, created a brown ring around my anus. So, so at the same time, of course, I've got, you know, the gas seeping out, and I tried my best not to make any noise, but I did hear a couple, like, little... <laughs> so I'm getting little yeah the Passover Passover gas right? meanwhile yeah and yeah. meanwhile you're prairie dogging so like that little bit of gas is just shooting out the prairie dog so it's like the smell is gall awful and I'm the one creating the fart and I thought it was awful I start seeing kids it first attacked the kids that were across the room I was in the there was two sections I was in the front of one section and I was aiming at the other section so the kids in the front row of that section all started holding up their shirts to their face, wondering who did it. Like, everyone was like, what is that smell? The whole classroom. <laughs> Teacher was a saint. She didn't say a darn thing. As soon as I had a chance, I grabbed the bathroom uh, pass, and I ran out of there. I was so embarrassed. And since that day, I never talked to that girl again. And she sat right behind me. Yeah, she might have had a thing for poop. Maybe it was the one woman with a fetish. Oh, yeah, she's cool. like, ooh, you got steak in the I had <laughs> such a crush on her, and I did that, and it ruined everything. Now I want to know who this is. It's gone. I know. I'm seriously going to grab that year. I had to be freshman year because you were. I was in that. your geography class, yeah. I think, in sophomore years. No, it was freshman year because your sophomore year, you were stuck with, uh, stuck with the warden the entire time. That was junior year, too. That's true. It was a whole year. He had a, he had a girlfriend that was really possessive. Wow. Like, it was scary. All right, so, Seth, do you have a best fart story besides what just happened? Well, other than what just happened, I, I don't know if I have a specific one, but I do have a specific technique that uh, always resonates in my in my repertoire. And Brad actually taught this. Our friend Brad actually taught this to us. Uh, we were, I remember we were sitting in a car. I think... I, I don't know who was driving, but Brad proceeded to fart, and he cupped his hand between his legs, and somehow in the, in the the air and space between his uh, fist, managed to capture the essence of his fart, hmm. brought it forward into the front seat and released it right in front of my nose. It's like a magic trick. It was, and and it was this wisp. Uh, it, it was it was like a it was like a swift jab to the face. It was this odor, it was there and then it was gone. But it was enough to just to make me almost just revoltingly want to throw up. And to this day, that technique has always been uh, a welcome addition and surprise to unsuspecting drivers and, and passengers. Now, Joe, we're gonna we're gonna go to our best poop, and Joe has an amazing one. Why don't you tell about the poop that time that it actually was? I don't like, think anybody can beat that. Poop. Yeah. The, Describe what the poop was doing. Yeah. To you. Go ahead. All right, so this is how it starts. And it started with a Chinese buffet. 
Uh, it's all good stories. And, are and I have figured this out. Chinese makes it happen. If you want a big poop, that's how you do it. Just stock up on that Chinese. General Sue's, whatever you like. And if you want to uh, send your country into crushing debt, <laughs> that'll do it too. <laughs> all right, so we're going. Great partnerships with the Chinese. <laughs> all, right. all right, so. Billions in stir fry. <laughs> to the Chinese. All right, so a few years after I, you know, partake of the Chinese. A few years? Or, sorry, sorry, <laughs> I was like, how big was this poop? <laughs> So I'm still oh! recuperating. I'm still recuperating. How long did you hibernate? <laughs> <laughs> it was a few hours, definitely. Do bears poop when they sleep and they hibernate? It's too- I don't well, know. I would think the sphincter kind of relaxes at that point. Right? But, I mean, they sleep. Maybe we can ask Karen, our science expert. Yeah, Karen's asleep. She'll do that. Karen, one day, I'll get on the poop cast. Well, <laughs> bears do get up, like, randomly during that time, right? Like, just for short periods of time? I would hope. I guess to go let that out. Anyway. After they fall on the tree they're sleeping in? Yeah. All right, <laughs> all right. So facts are optional. Yeah. So I get home. Me and Nick were living together at the time. Uh, oh, was this Asian flavor? This was not Asian flavor. That one was. Bad. This was a different Chinese place. Okay. Asian flavor was really bad, though. Yeah. Oh my god. So Chinese obviously is what does it. Um, so I started pooping, and it was coming out long, together, solid, but not like too dry. Like, it was still kind so of... So, did you feel like an iron rod? Like, it wasn't yeah. pebbly? It wasn't, it wasn't pebbly. Like, it pebbly. felt full, right? Like... Pieces of baby cord. Like, the, <laughs> yeah. there was enough fiber yeah. to hold things together. But it wasn't, like, so big that you thought you were clenching, you know? Like, you weren't consciously going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So, it was coming out, and it just kept going. And all of a sudden, it's like... I mean, we're talking, like, 20 seconds into the poo. And it should have broken off by then. So I start getting a little worried. I'm like, wow, this is really big. So all of a sudden, I get to the point where I can't push anymore. Like, it's there. And I feel it's still there. I can't tell you what it's like. It's, it's like you've got, like, a hot dog in your mouth. <laughs> but really? you don't want to really bite it. Really, Joe? It's oh. like you got a, you got a, really? you got a, you got a hot dog in your mouth, but you don't want to bite it yet. Like, oh. something's oh. forcing you to not bite it. So I felt like that. But it was coming out of my bottom. So I'm like, I got to figure this out because I wasn't sure what was going on. I lifted up just a little bit. And as I lifted up off the seat, all of a sudden I feel it break and plop into the toilet. And literally at that time you hear me go, oh, because I felt like. So this thing was pushing you up off the toilet. It was literally pressing against my intestinal tract. Oh. <laughs> and this, I had to this lift This was up. creating a vacuum inside your body. Yes. A, 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 an inadequate amount of pressure, and it had to equalize. Yes. Uh. So after that came out, I sat back down on the toilet, had a couple small ones just trickle out just to finish the deal. And I'm like, God, this could be amazing. So I grab, you know, one nice, you know, little fold of toilet paper, wipe the excess stuff off just enough so I could get up, grab my phone, and take a snapshot of this bad boy. I got a snapshot of it, and you could see it coming out of the water and up into the front of the toilet. It was well out of that water. Call that a Nessie. Yeah, we're talking, you know, inches out of the water. I remember, was that the one that I showed to my faculty at school? Yes, I took the picture, sent it to Nick immediately. And I showed it to my faculty. Next day, he's on top of it. And what's funny is is one of my friends, she she was a first-year teacher, and she said, like, she had a dream that psychologically really made sense. She's like, yeah, I had a dream that... 
I was flying into some new planet and I didn't know what to do and I was nervous about it. I was like, well, that sounds like, you know, you're on your first year teaching this. The only thing that was really weird was the planet looked like that picture of Joe's poop that you showed me. <laughs> I was like, oh, this, that's how big the poop was. Planetary. Yeah. I'm going was, galactic, baby. Yeah. yeah. So, Andre, if you're listening to this podcast, that was you who said, I see that. So, um, trying to think, I have, I have a couple of poop stories. Is this biggest poop? How do we want to? Because I, I know the biggest poop. Let's say most think, amazing. Most, uh, most memorable. Maybe. I remember because I had the one time that I pooped in this room accidentally. What? Yeah. Am I sitting in there? No, you're not. You're not. I accidentally pooped in this room. We're in Nick's. <laughs> we're in Nick's man layer right now. We've got this is the man cave. Poker they're table, about, about big screen man. TVs, um, around here. Nice, there. hot looking poster on the wall. Do you, have, do you have one in a bag and board? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I'll have to tell the time about the time I accidentally pooped in here. That was funny. But I think the the most memorable poop. You see, this thing. You guys have a great backstory. I just remember I sat down in Singletary Center at the University of Kentucky Fine Arts. Oh, very best. I sat down and I. Was it the president's room or was no? It, it was it was a normal. The, the bathrooms in Singletary Center were amazing, and I oh, took just this gigantic dump, and it it went down into the hole. It came up out of the water, curled back around, down like curly cued around, and it was it was about the size of an of a forearm. I mean, it was huge. I remember I walked out of there, and there were three people, none of which I was really like I was acquaintances with. It was Mark Schnell and Sandy Rodriguez and. A clarinet player, Tanya. I can't remember her last Tanya name. Reeves. Yeah, Tanya Reeves. And I mean, they're all people I knew, but I wasn't like great friends with. None, none of these people you you say this to. I just walked to, up to them. I said, "This is going to sound really weird." I said, "But I just took the most amazing dump, and I need people to see it." You need this, verification. Yeah, this was before yeah. cell phone cameras and all that. And I remember, I must have really sounded convincing because they didn't even question me. Like they all just got up. <laughs> Walked into the men's room. Two women and one guy walked into the men's room with me. It's proper etiquette. Yeah, and I remember, uh, I remember, well, to be begin, but I remember we walked into the the men's room. As soon as we did, Sandy said, oh, smells like shit. (laughs) We walked in, and we we walked in, and they looked, and they were like, oh, my God. And, like, there was just a silence, and Sandy turns to me and goes, Nick, that is honestly the biggest shit I've ever seen. And what's cool is I took that dump at about 8.30 that morning. I left it. I came back around 2 o'clock in the You're afternoon. Nobody had messed with that bad boy. That's the beauty of Singletary, sir. Nobody would go in there. It was a hidden gem. Yeah, the, pre- nice. the president's room was by far the best place to poop and or nap that, yes, nap, Joe. So there's really comfortable benches. The, the, wow. the seats were always warm somehow. But you know, no, nobody had ever been in there, so it wasn't due to human body heat. It's just methane. But the yeah, all the methane, <laughs> the hand, methane. like the handicapped stall in the president's room, the 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 bars were perfectly placed to where you could rest your arms to read a newspaper, and so I would sit in there, and once I would finish my Kentucky Colonel, I would fall asleep. Literally, I had fallen asleep a number of times in in that president's room bathroom, and wake up and like, well, it's time to go to astronomy. <laughs> I mean, like, well, who am I kidding? I'm not going to astronomy, so I take another nap and go, go back yeah. to sleep. <laughs> the president's room. Good times. How I miss the uh, before the ages of smartphones and tablets. So yeah, when you grabbed That's... a newspaper and jumped on the pot. Yeah, I play shards. I'll friends. tell you. I mean, the now, like I tell my wife, I'm like, uh, you know, I can't remember when that was the last time I stood up to pee. 
You know, because you, you have your Wait, smartphone. What? You, you just you go in there and you just let work. You, you know, you go in, sit down, check your email, get your little Angry Birds game in or your Words with Friends match move. And then Wait, I have a problem. Wait, nobody uh, goes into the bathroom but sits on the toilet for just peeing. That's, we're men. We get the opportunity. Men, we are men with smartphones. To not have to drop our trowel and still pee at the same now, time. Now, to balance that out, I still, at night, go out in my yard and pee. What? Yeah. You own a house. I do. There's something about peeing outside. I do that if I if I'm having a cigar. Well, well you're outside. You don't want to go inside. I can understand. Come that. on, you you agree? There's something just more satisfying no, about I, peeing outside. I have never peed outside my apartment. You should ever. try it. You should try it. It feels. It's so liberating. I don't think I've peed outside your house yet. Liberating. Do you, do you need to go to the bathroom? No, I don't. There's no reason to have to do that. As much I know. It's just. It's. It's. I don't know. It's if, to if I was outside smoking a cigar, I can understand. As much champagne as you've had, you're going to have to... You're going to have to. Yeah, you know what? You it's wine. You don't get to use uh, my bathroom. You need to be outside. Okay. In your so bush? Like what if I hit my... <laughs> 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 oh, oh, good times. Oh, yeah. oh, Joe. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> let's, uh, so, so, Dale's story is... Do you want to lead Uga. off? Uga. Well, I, I've got... I'm going to tell my, my poop story. Oga. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. is that leading into oh, the Dale? It, it will. It, it, yeah. it can. Is this in Kentucky? Yeah, this is I in think Kentucky. I know this. Well, this let's see. the The, the time was uh, my first senior year, and <laughs> I know it sounds it sounds terrible. But wow. as a music education major, your degree takes five years to complete. So my first senior year, uh, I finally got around to taking calculus, and I took it with. Uh, the teacher, his name was Pat, and fortunately for for me and the two other members of the Tremone studio who enrolled in the class, Pat was a Tremone player. He was a math TA, he was a Tremone player, and played in the Tremone choir with us. And so we're like, well, if we're going to have to take calculus, we may as well take it with this guy, because that's the only shot we have at passing. We finally get, we get around to the calculus final at the end of the uh, at the end of the semester, and we're in this giant lecture hall in the science building, take, taking our final. I had decided, for whatever reason, that for lunch, I was going to have a ch- very cheap and disgusting mad mushroom pizza. That was my mistake. I get into my final exam. It was it Godfather's pizza? No, it wasn't Godfather's. It, it was mad mushroom. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 cheap, if, there's a reason it's $5. Because of what it does to you in the science building at the University of Kentucky, apparently. So midway through my final, I start sweating. The bowels of hell are about to erupt. And I finally, I've shifted my weight. I've tried to position myself in a way that I can get through the rest of this final. I had no idea what I was doing to begin with. I finally, I get up and I go down to the front of the classroom. I said, Pat, I'm not going to make it. Yeah, man, just go. Do whatever you got to do, but man. No, didn't he ask you first if you were going to... Like, well, I was like, are you going <laughs> to... Are you going to... Man, are you going to throw up? Like, no, I'm not going to throw up. I'm going to throw up from the other end. He's <laughs> like, go. Just go. So I, I get out of the lecture hall, and I'm, and I'm kind of doing that run waddle kind of you know, down, down the hallway, get to the end of the hallway and realize the bathrooms are on the... Other side of the hallway. Mm. So I have to run waddle back. Mm. I finally get into the bathroom in, in the science building. And I proceeded to 
open up the gates of hell. And this toilet bowl kept filling up and filling up with the angriest of diarrheas. I literally filled... I literally... Well, it was... You know, like an angry bulldog. I filled the bowl. This is kind of like one... These are the big, giant, industrial-sized bowls. And, you know, industrial-strength uh, toilets. Were you, so you a stall? I, well, of course I was. Oh, uh, yeah! You know, you know this. <laughs> handicap stall is the only way to go. The only way to poop. Really? <laughs> love to poop in is a that show. your bathroom? <laughs> of course yeah. not. It's a bathroom for you people. You, you obviously have never watched Kirby <laughs> Enthusiasm. <laughs> no, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> is this your bathroom? But I, pers- I, it literally looked like the pizza. I, I should have just taken the pizza and just put it directly in the toilet. It was, and it was. It, I filled the bowl. I don't. I still have no idea how I filled the bowl. I was scared to wipe, for fear that I was just going to reach in and grab a handful of pizza. Is this like a personal sized pizza, or was it like a medium? I think it was like a medium. Yeah, like a twelve inch pizza, something like that. Yeah, scarf the whole thing. Pretty much. Wow. Scarf it. Went to go. Scarf and go. Went straight out. <laughs> yeah. I, How long did it take to go straight out? It was a matter of a few hours. It was wow. it was that greasy. But I I managed to go back in and still sweating. Managed to finish my final and collect my D for diploma. <laughs> Were you wearing black and white? No, ah, I wasn't wearing black and white. Why? Because he was waddling down. Could have been a huge penguin. Sorry, I I was just curious. I was just imagining. Seth being just a huge penguin. That was me smacking Joe. (laughs) Don't ever interrupt my stories again, Joe. Was there more? No. (laughs) All right, now, I want you to delete it. The the dump you had when we were at Trombone Choir Tour that Dale... Well, there are two two great dump stories for Trombone Choir Tour. Trombone Choir, a couple years that we were there, meant loading up the van and driving up to Washington, D.C. for... Eastern Trombone Workshop. It's and basically it, a lot of supermodels go. Yeah, big name. It's of, like Comic Con. Yeah, it's like uh, except San Diego it's, it's all women trombone. that are just gorgeous but looking for trombone players. Right. Okay. okay. All right. Go ahead. It's like the what? the the hunks and heifers convention in Vegas. Hunks <laughs> and heifers. It is. I'm sorry, I don't think it's hunks and heifers. It's. it's <laughs> Sounds like something with edible Ladies, leave your comments. Ever looking for a hot trombone? No, I'm serious. There, there is, there is some convention in Vegas where fat people go. Well, and people who appreciate fat people but are not. You know, I could look up punks and heifers, but I don't want that on my search history. So I'm not going to look at conventions. I guess anything can happen, right? But anyway, so we we travel to uh, Washington D.C. and we load up a couple vans. And basically, what you do on these road trips is you sit and then you eat and then you sit and then you eat when you're traveling on the road. <clears throat> well, the first story that I'm going to tell, we pulled into a KFC on our way up to Washington, D.C. And we decided, basically all of us, we have to, the urge has hit us to poop. One of us, I, I don't know who went first, but you've heard the term double-decking, Right? Possibly triple decking. We quintuple decked this poor toilet at a KFC rest stop. Quintuple was more than that. Wait, was it more than that? Did you like ten of us? I know. Who decided? Yes, because I was I was like first number nine. It could not have been. Who who decided they weren't going to flush? 
I don't know. I wasn't the last one. I know that. I was. I was the. I was the second one to go. So I, it was your fault. I you think, could have flushed it and ended it. I think Lee was first, and then I went. And and basically after I was done, I looked. I looked Is down at this thing, yeah. and there were. We we had laid these twin towers of destruction just going straight at the bottom of the of the hole of this toilet, and at that point I, I said to myself, "This is a monument that must be preserved <laughs> as part of our national heritage." So then I think Brad went in, and Brad Brad could either do a, a, a massive job or he could be completely underwhelming, and so he kind of just lightly. You know, spackled little confetti uh, <laughs> droplets like around these. Throwing bacon on top of a burrito. Or kind of, yeah, yeah. The tastiest part. <laughs> <laughs> so, just Tremone Studio member after Tremone Studio member is going into this poor KFC bathroom, and we're eating. You know, after we're done, somehow we're coming out. We're eating greasy uh, fried chicken. And we're like, oh, man, somebody else is going in. Somebody else is going in. Oh, did you flush it? No, no, I didn't flush it. Oh, thank God, good, good, good. And, of course, you, know, you when you wipe, you have to strategically throw the toilet paper on the side you know, so that it doesn't cover up the masterpiece. Eventually, after the last person goes, we see this old couple walking in through the entrance. And the, the, the woman goes to the counter. The old man takes a sharp right. And it's like you could just tell that he was about to go to the restroom. <laughs> and so it? he's got this little you know, snail pace. Like, guys, we have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> so we pick up our trays. We finish our food. We Nobody throw it away. We throw it away. No, of course you're not going <laughs> to warn him. Come on. Who do you think we are? You could give him a heart attack. Who do you think we are? Yeah, we probably killed somebody. (laughs) (laughs) To the woman who lost her husband at the rest stop on her way to Washington, D.C., we are very sorry. (laughs) Sincerely, the UK Tremont Studio. (laughs) This guy, again, he makes another turn, and you know he's going to the bathroom. Guys, we gotta go. We gotta go now. And so we're we're all just, like, we're laughing our way out to the parking lot. And I'm sure he went in and saw. Carnage. It was it was like <laughs> the utter carnage. It was like a Van Gogh masterpiece just sitting in the toilet. <laughs> All right, tell the one about the Mexican restaurant because that's where the uh, Don Pablo's. Where the, no, uh, the, when we were on tour, the dad and the son like. Oh, that, that, yeah, that was okay, Don Pablo. Okay, yeah, yeah, Don Pablo's. So the next best poop story from uh, from Tremon Choir tour was another. Trip to Washington D.C. We we got to Washington D.C. We went to eat at a Don Pablo's restaurant. I had not pooped in like two days. Why not? Because you're sitting in a. In order to have a bowel movement, you have to be stationary. You have to be still. And if you're riding in a van doing this the whole time, and all you're doing is eating, it's just compacting and compacting and compacting on on top of itself. We get to Don Pablo's, and as I'm eating my steaming plate of vaginas, I feel the world shift inside me. I go to the restroom. I go into the stall. It didn't feel like anything that substantial came out, but when I looked at it, I had to take pictures. And somewhere I'd still have these pictures. I, I, have, to, I have to find them. 
but this was it looked like a football. <laughs> I remember it really did. It looked like I remember looking at it, and I remember I was like, "There's no way." I remember turning to Brad when we went to see it. I was like, "There's no way that came out of a human body." Like it didn't make sense. It looked like a giant football. Brad tried to double deck it. He he double decked it. What? He, he tried. He, Joe, Ruin a work of art. We covered double decking, Joe. You know what that is. Yeah, I got that. Okay. I just said ruin a work of art. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it literally, it, it it didn't even come close. Not even close. Because once again, it was underwhelming confetti on his end. One by one, I'm telling people, dude, you got it at the dinner table. You, you got to go in the bathroom and check out what I just did. And so one by one, everybody is going into the bathroom and coming out going, oh, oh, oh. Even the women are going in to check this thing out. Like Kate Shannon, big props to her. She mm-hmm. went in, and, and I think she was the one who took pictures of it. Finally, we tried to get Dale to go in and look at this thing. It's like Dale, you got to go see what. You got to go check out that. Wait, this is the Dale that wouldn't allow Nick to fart in public. Exactly. Period. Dale was the only one who would not go in to look at it. Oh no, I'm not. No way, I'm not going in there. That's uh, this is. Uh, it's so dumb. Hey, people need to grow up. <laughs> Everything we ever did demanded a scolding and a reprimand from Dale about how childish we were being. <laughs> but the best part was on the way, uh, one of the many times that I was going back in to look at it, this man and his, his son, this little boy, come into the bathroom. And I see that the, the boy kind of runs ahead into the stall where I had just uh, uh, laid the foundation of, <laughs> of the earth. And he comes back out, Daddy, what's that? And Dad goes in, peeks his head, like, oh, someone's going to have to clean that up. And so they just left. They, they left the bathroom. <laughs> the, kid, the, the sound of awe in the kid's voice is like, oh. Oh, Daddy, <laughs> what's that? Right, so, you know, he's got a goal to reach for now in his life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, that he always feels out of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he just met his, his favorite football star. <laughs> yeah, I'll never be that good. Um, okay, we're going to close things out. This is, this is because we're, the more Dale stories we tell, the more for context you have to have. So we'll close out things. This gives you context of what type of person Dale could be once in a while. When you're out of state, scholarships were kind of weird. Like, for instance, if you get a full ride for being in-state, that's cool, but if you're out-of-state, it takes three scholarship units. Three in-state tuitions. Yeah. For some reason, it doesn't work the same way basketball does or anything. It, you know, it, no. Yeah. It's, so, anyway. They're um, important. <laughs> so, I got, uh, I had I had uh, two full rides, and I'd done really good that year, and Dale was even talking. He's like, hey, you just, you you just done so good that it's you had to show them so much improvement. And I was like, well, any chance? I mean, do you have another scholarship? And he looked mm-hmm. and goes, you know, I mean, I, I think I do, but I'm going to need you to do something. Now, I thought, okay, you know, if I, is there something I'm still not performing? Professionally, yeah. Professionally yeah. I, I stepped dog shit this morning. It's all over my shoe. If you please go get a stick and clean this off my shoe, I'll give you the extra scholarship. 
So I went to the fine arts bathroom for 10 minutes and picked crap off of Dale's shoe for scholarship. Though. Is that hazing? I think that is. <laughs> hazing for scholarships. I, I felt like such, uh, I felt just like such a piece of meat. I'm sitting there in the bathroom, running water, kicking off this crap. It's clumped with like pine straw and everything. I'm trying to. Pick the stuff off and how, nail. Wait, how I much was the scholarship for? Uh, how much was it? Was a, what was it? At that point, I think uh, out-of-state tuition amounted to like $3,800 or something like that. $3,800? No, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $